and welcome to I'm on my period piece. I'm Lindsay. I'm Molly. And we're the Sherman sisters. This week we watched the 2021 film, The Electrical Life of Louis Wayne, starring Benedict Cumberbatch and pretty much every living British actor. Yeah, they're all, they they travel in packs. A couple of Australians for good measure. Right, Um, right. But before we start talking about this film... As is our custom, bitch, let's sync up. Please. What have you been up to? Thank you for asking. You're quite welcome. Uh, shoot. <laughs> shoot. Hard to say, isn't it? Well, you um, saw Macbeth. I saw Macbeth. Let me feed you what you did. Oh my God, thank you. <laughs> it's about that time. Sisters helping sisters. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I saw Macbeth on Friday night with mm-hmm. our friends Anna and Taylor. And then Anna was like, oh, you should you should read it. Like, we should all read it this week before the yeah. movie. And I was like, bet. And Craig picked me up a copy from mm-hmm. uh, Half Price. Yeah. With the scribes, the scrawlings of a mm-hmm. high school child in it. Up until Excellent. Act 3. Okay. In which case, Baby Girl did not. That's when she said, at this point, Cliff's notes carried it's, me. Yep. <laughs> she said, if God won't do it. <laughs> and the notes were hilarious. Like, big, bubbly writing. You sent me a picture. Stupid. Why do all, we all go through that phase. I It's didn't. like... You didn't? I felt so um, inadequate for it. I couldn't get my my handwriting okay. to do that. See, the fact that we all, though, idealized mm-hmm. it, whether you could do it or not. It was the most feminine way to write. But it's like it was passed down from je- babysitter to mm-hmm. babysitty, who, you know, the whisper network. Most people don't realize that's girls. how you learned things before I, It really email. was. <laughs> like, I remember, like trying to color pictures the way that I saw Ashley coloring in a coloring book Mm -hmm. and then like you know trying to emulate her handwriting because she was like my cool babysitter friend yeah and then you know then by the time I babysat who knows any little notes that I wrote had huge bubbly ass handwriting and yeah like you did those dolls are writing that way too I what I've seen is that the kids are still doing this okay which is cute yeah it's comforting it is but yeah I mean this girl didn't understand Macbeth at all (laughs) Like, I sometimes feel that maybe, I love 16 and 17 year olds. I think they're great. They have their own perspectives on things. But like some things have themes that maybe are just, they're just not going to connect. Clean over their heads. Macbeth (laughs) is like, yeah, you're exactly right. Like people in high school have no business reading it. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. I remember reading it in high school and being like, why are they all a bunch of mix? Can't like. Wait, you had to read it? Mm Mm-hmm. In what grade? Uh, Maybe senior year. See, I don't know if we did any Shakespeare my senior year. Um, or did I? Maybe that was... No, we read Hamlet my senior year. Did you read Hamlet? Yes. Okay. I liked Hamlet a lot. Um, I did too. But I only had to read Julius Caesar, Midnight or Midsummer Night's Dream, Romeo and, and I, Juliet, and that, and Hamlet. I never read Midsummer Night's. Oh, Still it's, to this day, I haven't. It's kooky and fun. You should totally read it. I should. Yeah. I mean, I'm a... Um, oh, what's it called? The the real rom commy one. That's the one I like. That's that one. No, I'm talking about the oh, one much that, ado about nothing. Much ado, thank you. I love much ado. About much nothing. ado's the the vibe. Yeah, I liked Merchant of Venice. Problematic. Oh yeah, absolutely. But good. Yeah. Um, I watched the uh, version with. I did we watch it for this podcast? With um, probably not. No. With Al Pacino in it. No, I would watch that. He plays Shylock, and he's. Very good. Okay. If you can believe it. Honestly, yeah, it would change that character's name now, I think, right? Yeah, it seems... And it would be the move. It seems like that would be the thing to do. I I don't think anyone's going to touch it. Uh, Yeah, I think that that's one of those plays. I mean, it's weird. It's like the theme of it is like... Basically, yeah, there's just no, no... I guess there's no redeeming value in it, honestly. It's really... I was trying to think, like, the theme of it is, like, the people were being anti-Semitic. And I'm like, no, the play itself is anti-Semitic. <laughs> the P- he doesn't really, like, make the necessarily anybody else be the villain but him, right? Yeah, I, re- I remember as, like, when I did my Shakespeare, like, 401 or something yeah. class, like, we spent a long time being like... <sighs> Hard to blue sky this one. <laughs> yeah, I think that's about the right age but it to read a, that one. It was a good read. Right. When you're a senior in college mm-hmm. and you can be like, not not very cool. Not super I, cool. I'm catching some dog whistles here too. <laughs> Just a few. <laughs> Just like dog shouts. Yeah. Truly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I did see the trailer for the new Cyrano de Bergerac. Okay. What are your thoughts? No. 
My thoughts are no. And let me tell you a few things. First of all, I'm sad to say that it's a Joe Wright film. I know. That's, that is Shocking. why. That's the thing that makes me think maybe maybe I'll enjoy myself. Who knows? When you told me mm-hmm. that Peter Dinklage would be playing Cyrano de Bergerac. Yes. Is it Bergerac or Bergerac? Yeah. Okay. Bergerac. Yeah. Bergerac. You were like, it's kind of weird, right? Like, his whole thing was that he had a big schnoz. Yeah. And now they're like, mm, people actually like that. He's just short. <laughs> and, like, but you and I are both like, well, but Peter Dinklage is, like, really attractive. Right. And it's it's so weird. So, like, have you ever seen Roxanne with Steve Martin? Yes. He has, like, a laughable, comical... Like a Pinocchio nose. Pinocchio prosthetic. Yeah. And... Every other thing of Cyrano I've ever seen has been like somebody it's, with a prosthetic. It's quite literally the Pinocchio nose. Yeah, that they it's do. not. Yeah. It's not just like somebody with a prominent nose, right? Like, you know, an oh, actor right. that we. It's like it's like a, it's not like a Louis Guerrero kind of exactly. Thing. It's like yeah. just this is just a big ass nose, and so it's like obviously supposed to be somebody that's like ugly or like I don't know, but it, it in this one it's like and Peter it's, Dinklage is. Famously, extremely attractive. But he says something about like, or I, I would never be able to like have a beautiful woman love me. I'm like, okay, well, I, I, there's a several da- data points I would point to that, that would, would say, say otherwise, right? Because uh, I'll start with me. Yeah, I was gonna say I will <laughs> also start with lady. the fact that he's happily married to a very beautiful woman. Yeah, let me look. And this they have up some children. Quick. So I just saw um, this episode of Thirty Rock recently. Very funny. Oh my god, I <laughs> I love. That episode. Hey, little guy. We're done. Uh, <laughs> Thirty. Man, uh, he is fifty-two. Did you know? I did. I did not know. Wow. Um, Very well. Well kept that one. Man. Erica Schmidt. He's been married for almost seventeen years. That's great. So I don't think that the man has struggled to be happy in life. No, not so at all. So to imply, it's just. I I don't love like that of it all like that it's him playing somebody that's supposed to be ugly right but also the musical thing about of it like i don't it's it's a very fine line to walk what i meant to tell you is i think gonna be the biggest problem is that the music seems really boo-boo like (laughs) really like 90s slapdash yeah musical yeah and sorry also who is this lead exactly I don't Maybe know. she's somebody on Broadway, Again, and I'm just showing my ignorance. We're on the damn IP carousel. Yeah. Amen. At least they're going <laughs> back a little bit further. Yeah. But what I would like is a um, Cask of Amontillado movie. Yeah. Okay, bitch. Now, wh- where now is make it? that. The girls, are they want it. They watch know? it. So when I was on maternity leave with Migo, and I was, like, scrolling on Amazon Prime one day, I came across, like, it was like a one hour BBC special and it was like a like goofy retelling of the story of some king of England and his wife that hated each other and it had Stephen Fry in it or whatever hell yeah but it was like I I should find it because it would be a good one for this pod it was Mm -hmm. very very funny and just stupid and goofy but I was like there are so many things that are just an hour would be the perfect length yeah but we do everything is I mean well that's a great point but you need a standalone like I don't need it to have to be like Okay, good. You did that, and now you have to make another one. Like, right? It's just where would you air it? Well, like masterpiece just, theaters, you know, you do like a yeah. A whole there's series. a time and a place for like an EP over an right. LP or a single. You right. know what I mean? Like, like yeah, a, tell a, a short story. Well, that's what kids specials used to do. Remember? Yeah, it'd be like an hour long. Yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's the right amount. Because I'm like, you can't try to stretch that into a feature length film. I don't think. No, but our special on the TV would be very fun. I, and how many, how much, like, footage, mileage would it get in English classes? Oh, my forward? God. Honestly. Yeah. Actually, somebody should just do that with pretty much every Poe short story. Yeah. There, there you go. You have a series. It's yeah. Well, yeah. Short it's stories. Like a, Ryan Murphy? Right. A little anthology okay. series. Okay. American Horror Story. Edgar Allan Poe. I Allen keep Poe. giving him free idea after free idea. And mm-hmm. you know what he does? Nothing. Not that. And I'm sure Poe is public domain at this point. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. So probably do it. I feel like I should just be able to hire someone to do this. It's just there. It's just there. I have a million dollar idea. I have no money to I invest. I do not have a million dollars yet. But here's an idea for seventy uh, percent uh, equity. I will tell you my idea. Yep. There and that is like a Shark Tank, but for pitching po. movies. Yeah. There you go. <gasps> Wouldn't you Isn't watch that Project that? Greenlight? Isn't that is what that, that is? is? 
I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's just a pitch though. Oh, I would watch it's that. It's like a long form. It was Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. What? It, yeah, it was like one for a couple seasons. They would like, um, let me, watch me not even have the name right. Yeah, American television series. It was on uh, from 2001 to 2000. Oh, it's just off and on. 2001 is when this started? Yeah. Okay, so no wonder yeah. I haven't Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Sean Bailey, and Chris Moore through their production company Live Planet or Live Planet. Ooh, along with Miramax. Well. Yikes. Oh, but in May 2021, HBO Max picked up the series with an eight-episode order and will be produced by Issa Rae. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, bro. That'll be good. Yeah. I'm excited. Well, there you go. Okay, there you go. Uh, other than that, I've been on a project to uh, reclaim my attention span musically. So oh, good for you. So I have been listening to full albums almost entirely. I find this very inspiring. I like this I like this project so far. It seems very doable. Mm. Oh, so easy. Just, it's, I, an I did hour? three today. There you go. Um, yeah, I would say... Uh, Surprisingly, one of the no skips, Third Eye Blind's first album. A good one. There's nothing worth skipping. No. It's a good album. It really is. Yeah. Uh, I started this off with Minnie Ripperton's Come to My Garden. Mm. Also a good one. I need to listen. I really love Fleurs, but I've never listened to really much. The rest of the album's very similar vibe. Okay. Very loungy. Like dreamy. Okay. Caftan music. Love that. Certainly. Love that for me. Um... But that's it. That's what I've been up to. What I love that what for you. What in the hell have you been up to? Well, I saw Spider-Man. How was that? It was fun. You know, I mean, it's definitely like, uh, in terms of like, I don't know if you get this feeling, but when I go see Marvel movies, sometimes I'm like, oh, shit, I haven't done my homework. I don't know what I'm talking about. I never know what and I'm watching. So that's like, Parker keeps up with Marvel pretty well. He's not like deep, deep, deep in the world, but he like has a pretty good understanding of the landscape. And so he's, like, a good person to take to movies because I'll just be like, who is this? Mm-hmm. D- is this in this universe only? Or is this, you know, like... Yeah. I have a lot of questions. Um, but, yeah, that makes three Benedict Cumberbatch movies that I've watched. So you've had enough. Week. I've had enough. I've I get enough. it. Um, but, I mean, it was it was really entertaining, I thought. Like, I think Tom Holland is really cute. He's I think Zendaya is so cute. Are they, they're together in real they're life, They're together they? in real okay. life. And, yeah. like, this Spider-Man, have you seen any of them? I just caught a few minutes, because Craig's been watching them. Oh, I join him. They're very cute. Right. Yeah, maybe. They're, like, actually high school Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, so he is very, like, a kid, and he has this, like, dorky best friend that they're always, like, goofing off together, and it just feels really, like, homey, and, mm-hmm. like, and Marissa Tomei, as a selling point, as Aunt May. Isn't that wild when you remember how old Aunt May is and, like, uh... And then you see... The, yeah. The Tobey Maguire one. And then you see <laughs> Marissa Tomei lady. looking unbelievable. Snatch that woman. I don't know. How, she looks just as good as she's ever looked. Yeah, and she's always looked really good. <laughs> she, which is, yeah, which is saying something, because she's yeah. always been a She's one show. of the girls that the girls and the boys agree on. Yes. You know? But I don't feel like people talk about her enough. But I feel like if but you... she is an Academy Award winner. Right. But you bring up Marissa Tomei, I think you're going to get a prrr from, like, everyone. Oh, everybody. Yeah. I mean, beauty is beauty. What can one say? Right. Um, do you know she, her only, like, named partner that she's ever had, according to Wikipedia? Who? Logan Marshall Green. He's in the Spider-Man. One of the ones that Craig... Is that right? Was what, yeah. Craig he, calls him Wish.com Tom Hardy. Okay. That's what... Yes. And now I'm wondering if that was him that was at the end of this movie and Probably. not Tom Hardy as I don't I think thought. it was Tom Hardy. I'm sure it was Logan Marshall Green. Wow. He was in that uh, Deviel movie. Deviel movie? You remember? It was no. M. Night uh, Shyamalan, and it was like six people stuck on an elevator, and one of them is Satan. No, I am... Are you kidding me? That was a real movie? That was a real movie. I saw it Molly. in the College Station Cinemark. What? Yeah, no, for sure, dude. <laughs> it was, was called Devil. <laughs> Someone called into Who Weekly, I think it was the VIP line, and they were talking about some some trailer they had just seen and they were like and i felt like i was watching one of those like clips from the holiday of like a, a movie fake movie like a fake movie that is used in movies and like what they do on 30 rock all the yes. time and that's what that sounds like to me like if if tina fey was writing a joke about an m night Shyamalan movie and she was like well there's six people in an elevator and one of them is the devil <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> wow was it bad um i want to watch it again because i <laughs> 
I have no way of knowing. Okay. It was better than however else I was going to spend my two hours in College Station. Sure, that's definitely true. Yeah. Um, wow. Man. What, why Marissa Tomei was never on The Sopranos, was she? No. Can you believe Julianne Margulies was, though? Oh, I love her. Yeah, she was quite a character. Uh, her ancestors come from Tuscany, Calabria, and Campania, and her mother's ancestors are from Tuscany and Sicily. So she's Italian-Italian. Yeah. And mob country, too. Yeah. So I'd love to see it. Y- right. Uh, God, what a legend. Now I'm, I'm off on... I know. You're off in a different I really see you coming vibe. back from Marissa Tomei right now. I mean, the way you they just dress so, her. You gave me her 23 and me. <laughs> no, I was just looking at her Wikipedia. But the way that they dress her in this series is also very inspiring to me, I feel. Okay. You would get some fit ideas from it. Okay. She gets really good wardrobe. I'm, I'm willing to give movies a shot these yeah. days. But this Spider-Man was fun because... I don't know if you've heard all the, like, pitter-patter about it. But they have Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield come back. They're like Spider-Men from different universe oh, universes. Tobey Maguire's old ass, huh? Girl, <laughs> how busted did he look? You know, I I initially said, oh my god, Parker, he's aged like milk. And he didn't look great in the scenes when they're like inside. My mouth but, is so dry. Dude, me too. But like Kirsten Dunn still looks great. Oh, incredible. And they were contemporaries well, in that film. The thing is that the she girls kissed forget. She down. <laughs> the thing that the girls forget is that my man's has never had lips. Not ever. That's, okay. Not I, once for a problem, minute in his life. Is that or is it that they're very small and extremely wet? So they weren't they're even. They're so wet. They're very wet in most things. They weren't even wet in this movie. They were just. Hold on. So thin. <laughs> Let me get a look at this. I have trouble pulling his face up every time my brain goes to Topher Grace first. <laughs> oh, no. See, I think of him as, like, a prototype, the minimum viable product of a Jake Gyllenhaal. I was about to say, <laughs> they were, they hit they the iterated around the same time, and I was like, those boys look the same. And it, it just took two, two years before it was like, wood. <laughs> oh, oh, one of these things is going to be a thing. Yeah, and the other one... <laughs> and the other one is Tobey Maguire. <laughs> Period. Yeah, yeah just, they are awful small, aren't they're they? They're just real, real... And they're, like, kind of pursed. Yeah, I just never really saw it for him, personally. Well, but Andrew Garfield, they, it's it's almost like uh, a job requirement to get the role of Spider-Man, because Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland both are very small-mouthed little oh, dudes. yeah, Tom Holland's especially small-mouthed as well, but I didn't see... I, I think Andrew. I think Andrew has, like, regular mouth. I, I, was, I was paying very close attention to this, as you will. I know you will. Okay, what is wrong with his face, then? Because I feel that something's off. It's the pallor, I think. It's like a Cro-Magnon brow, as well. Oh, I, I thought you were talking about now. I was gonna say he's a... He, but he is very, like, just pale and coming from me yeah you know i think if i ugh, he's you know when sometimes you'll see like a very sharp looking adam's apple to mm-hmm, the point where you're mm-hmm. like it's too Prominent. exposed i'm worried about it <laughs> yes like do you start stressing out about oh, other yeah. people's adam's apples oh, yeah. i'm like god it's like it's nut, a protrusion it's like a nutsack on your chin <laughs> yes and if i were to hit it i bet it hurt <laughs> oh it really would i i'm sorry but this is like something i've really been living with for a while did he have a beard in it Tommy mcguire no <laughs> he, he maybe should have um okay i think there's just a lot of fan art oh no <laughs> <laughs> not this uh, um, man, do you man. want to talk about Louis Wayne? Louis Wayne? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was. Or, wait, wait, tell me more about your weekend. I didn't know if you were done. <laughs> I couldn't tell. I was just still looking at stuff about Tobey Maguire. Yeah, you see, you see the problem. <laughs> um, yeah, so then Saturday, y'all came over and we played games. Yeah, which was oh, yeah. fun. And we had Chewies, which was delicious. Oh, my God, I took Ted to this Girl Scout cookie rally on Saturday. It was for two hours, and I last minute ended up filling in as one of the two safety parents allowed from the troop. Mm-hmm. And so it was just a lot. I just spent, you know, two hours that I thought I was going to get to spend in Target leisurely moping around until I had to go pick Tig up. Opposite of that is a whole Instead, group of seven-year-olds. Instead, I was like, here's six- and seven-year-olds. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> Loved That's that. That's sort of the same vibe, isn't it, girly? Similar. But it was cute because Tig was like, she was had been sad when she thought I couldn't go with her. She is so ready to sell these cookies. Like, Dog. they're like, it's not time yet. Wait, 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 wait. Like, they keep doing these activities to, like, psych them up and educate them about them. And Tig is like, let's go. Like, we got there. This middle school girl 
was like doing this game with them. They had booths. This game with them where they were supposed to like guess which cookie. And so she'd be like, which cookie has oatmeal in it? And they were like, I don't know. And she'd be like, it's the peanut butter one or whatever. <clears throat> Anyways, Matilda shows up to the table and she's like, we have nine different kinds of cookies. Four of them are vegan. One of them is gluten-free. Each cookie is $5 a box, but the gluten-free one is $6 a box. Like, she had memorized all of this on Damn. her own. She is ready. How cute is that? Girl, it's Wait, extremely cute. Wait, did you, cute. like, know that she was devoting time to learning about this? No, but, like, I knew that she kept looking at her little, like, folder. Like, she's, like... Oh, my gosh. She's, and she's wanted to she's take like it to show her teacher. Person. Oh, my God. She's so cute. It's really funny. Um, yeah, anyways. So, I'm excited for that for her, except I don't really, like... Look, I don't want to, like, do the whole door-to-door thing. I think we'll probably come to y'all's door. Oh, yeah. So, to give it the experience of doing the pitch, you know. Of course. And maybe we'll go to, like, Tanya's, like, at mom's house. Right. And then, other than that, girlies, here's the link, you know? Yeah. Let me know. I will pass that around like hot. Yeah. Hot fire. Hot cakes? Not a thing. (laughs) Hot hot fire. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so, yeah, but... Other than that, I, I did, on your advice, listen to The Kick Inside today. Man, that's a good album, isn't it? beginning to end. That was a really... I listened to it like two or three times. And then I also ended up listening to the Japanese Breakfast album twice all the way through while I was cooking my lunch. So I've heard that one twice today. It's really good. Look, you're doing your own little record hey, challenge here. I know. Well, just inspired by you. Hop on. Anybody want to join? Uh, the hashtag is Molly listens to a record every day. <laughs> Molly listens <laughs> to a record every day. And Very then, good. You know, we'll sort of add the content. And no matter what your name is, make sure it is hashtag it is, Molly. It should be Molly. <laughs> listens to a record listens every day. Listens to a record every day. <laughs> uh, I see those numbers. Yeah. Through the roof. Yeah, incredible. Uh, the Social Electrical strategy. Life of, of Louis, Louis Wayne. Wayne. First of all, would have said Louis I would several have times. I, I did several times. I did, and I, I feel like a fool. Yeah, well, you just never know. Yeah. I always thought Louis Armstrong, but then I was told in high school that he went by Louis Armstrong. Since when? According to my friend that did his history project on Louis Armstrong, that was the name that he gave to people. My name is Louis Armstrong. Oh, but as a society, we were like, "Mm." no, we think Louis is cuter. I guess. I don't know. I don't see that changing. So I don't know when, you know. Right. There is no marker. Other right. than if you spell it with an I-E. But this one spelled it with an S. Yeah. Anyways, Louis Wayne, played by... Benedict Cumberbatch. Crash Bandicoot. Yes. Um, he... So, honestly, would I have picked this as a subject of a film? Probably not. Um, I'm not a cat person myself. I'd, so, this mean, person... I mean, this his art is cool and interesting to me. Yeah. But, like, apparently... It seemed like the writers of this film wanted to really drive home that he is very important to the cat as pet community. I got that impression quite a bit as well. And as I am allergic as hell to cats, mm-hmm. it's it's a no from me. It's a no from me. I, I guess I didn't realize that cats weren't pets up to that point. Okay, I didn't either. That was one thing I learned from I this. I learned a thing. That was... Well, I mean, I didn't know who this person was, so honestly, I guess I learned a lot. But anyway, so... Uh, I did know of him only from, like, he had, like, a five-minute moment on the internet. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe, like, Tumblr Reddit culture. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where they would make, like, a six-panel of, like, the cats <clears throat> going from relatively realistic. Oh, yeah, like the one I just showed you on his Wikipedia? Right. Yeah. To, like, you know, looking Super like religious psychedelic. art. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was, like, the the basic elevator pitch was, like... Famous Victorian artist Louis Wayne portrayed cats his whole life. As his schizophrenia worsened, mm. uh, the this is the art got more psychedelic or whatever. And a classic case of misinformation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, because there's actually no strong proof that he was a schizophrenic. Um, Interesting. Yes. His sister was, or was diagnosed at the time. But yes. Yeah. He wasn't diagnosed at the time. Some would say that perhaps he would be diagnosed with autism now, yeah. but then perhaps not. That was the definitely how Benedict Cumberbatch chose to portray him, I thought. Yes, I thought so too. But there was like some 
term for vision that he had, like where he couldn't recognize permanent objects or something. Oh, interesting. Something kind of strange. And then there was, God, what was the other theory? Oh, (laughs) this is my favorite um, that someone there's like a serious academic opinion that perhaps he had that like brain bacteria that comes from cats. Oh, interesting. <laughs> because they didn't, they probably didn't know at the time how best to handle histoplasmosis? that. Yes. Yeah. That's like where, cause you know, like pregnant ladies shouldn't yeah. handle yeah. cat shit for that reason. Yeah. And it does do something to your eyes. Well, no, it makes you, it, it's a, uh, Oh, okay. Bra- uh, brain disease. Because I was gonna, Aaron wrote a paper about this in college. Really? Because Annette has it, in her, but it's not in the brain; it's in her eyes. Okay, let me so, look this but up. But she caught it from some. It wasn't from cat stuff. It was just like, anyways. Apparently, it blinds you. Is what I'd always thought. Eventually, huh? But I could be wrong. Anyways, so we meet. Yeah, toxoplasmosis. Um. Oh, to- oh, I said histoplasmosis. Oh yeah, no, so it's, it's a different thing. Toxoplasmosis. Um. Anyway, so yeah, he, uh, we meet Louis Wayne when he's a young man. Um, he is the oldest of six kids. He's the only son, and his father has died. I think he has six sisters, actually. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So they imply that his family has some social standing, but no money. Yeah. I think that they were like a low society family, or like okay. m- middling, whatever, but then their okay. father died, and then okay. like the they house hard is times. kind of falling into disrepair. And when you have that many damn people in it, too. Good right. Lord. Right. I mean, and it, they live in London, I think, right? Yeah. So it's like. And not a one of these sisters is getting hitched. Like, no. There's no callers. No. They really drive that point quite home. Yeah. Every five minutes or so, they're like, these girls are so single, you wouldn't (laughs) believe it. You know what's fun, though? This movie, when it showed the sisters, sometimes it would do the kind of, um, like, charming loudness that happens in Greta Gerwig's Little Women, where it's just like, when sisters get together, sometimes it do get loud. Right. You know? (laughs) Always. Always it do get loud. Can you imagine if there was more of us? No. Do you think anyone could handle that? No. I don't think we would have uh, a one-to-one husband-to-sister ratio if that were the case. No, I don't think that would be the case. No. Certainly. Um, Anyway, (laughs) we we might not actually have... Any, <laughs> these if, girls yeah, are there, but for the grace of God, go be we. an exponential sort of relationship <laughs> to the more wild fun sisters you have, right? The less likely you are to. It becomes a rat king. <laughs> it does. Anyway, so Louis is unfortunately like the only breadwinner for this family, and he's like a really good illustrator, so he does it for newspapers. His boss is what's his face, Toby. Toby Jones. Toby Jones. Other Toby. Yeah, in the not hit Truman Capote movie. <laughs> the boo-boo one. Yeah. With Sandra Bullock. Girl, just, read the room. They, I'm sure they, like, didn't know that it was going <laughs> to really, drop at the same time. Or they really were just playing like, so a bad game of chicken of with each other. Like, oh, the... God. You would think that, like, word would get from one production team to another. But I love that this is the basis of the Jackie Jormjop joke, though. <laughs> is it was Capote? Uh, well, no, I think it was, there actually was a Janis Joplin yes. movie that yeah. just never there happened. There were, like, three people that were supposed to play her in different, yes. different productions. I remember, uh, I remember hearing that um, Renee Zellweger was supposed to play her, but mm-hmm. I don't remember the other rumors. Oh, God. Um, Which, like, back off, it's Renee's. yeah. Okay, Great. she's from the same town. Shut the hell up. They like look pretty similar. Just yeah. let her do it. Um, the other who that person is now is Elizabeth Holmes. When that whole thing went down, it was like Jennifer Lawrence yes. has her production coming out. Kate McKinnon has a different one. There was one that was supposed to star Amanda Seyfried. Oh, that would have been good. Yeah, yeah, she can do the voice. I bet. I bet. Ooh, see, that's the thing is, I need everyone else to drop out because I think the Amanda Seyfried one is the one to bet on. Yeah, but I don't even know if it's still being made. That sucks. At this point, but I know that the Jennifer Lawrence one's coming out this year. It'll be completely serviceable. It will be. It'll be. She will do a medium talent. <laughs> she will do a good no. She's a, job. she's a great actress, but she yeah. just really hasn't chosen anything great Challenging lately for herself. Yeah. yeah. Um. The. What's her name? Kate McKinnon one? Uh-huh. I think it'll be annoying. Oh, yeah. I think so, too. Um, yeah. That's yeah, why the- she was... Uh, she only actually showed up in, like, the Christmas episode for the first part of the season of SNL. I thought she quit. No. She <laughs> was still in the credits saw- the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Um, okay. Louis Wayne. Um, he has... Um, 
his sister hires a governess, and that is Claire Foy. And uh, they immediately kind of like recognize something in each other. It's pretty, a pretty both quick attraction. Stone cold weirdos. They are so weird. Emily, less so. I She's think, just nosy. Yeah, yeah. I found her kind of charming. Yes. Um. She also comes across as like, like, the family seems the older sister seemed to be a little like flummoxed by her like free spirit. You yeah, because she's not scandalized by like staying on the same floor as Louis. Yes, yeah, and she's in real life. This woman was ten years older than him. He was twenty three. She was thirty three. But um, regardless, they fall in love. Uh, they go to see the Tempest as a family um, for an educational trip for the the girls ostensibly, but. Um, Louis freaks out and like has to go to the bathroom because he has terrible anxiety to do with ships. That's like a recurring nightmare that they keep showing that he had as a kid that he was in a shipwreck and they show him as a little boy yelling for his parents like mommy I'm drowning whatever Mm -hmm. in a nightmare. So anyways he has super bad anxiety. She goes in and tries to comfort him in the bathroom which causes a scandal. Because why are you in the men's room, girl? Right. That would be kind of scandalous now, frankly. It, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. But especially if you're in a society type right. of a deal. Right. So the nosy neighbor tells people about it. And then um, Caroline, the oldest sister, who is Andrea, Andrea Riseboro, and so self-serious. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. And I, I, you know what? I she feel tends for to her. take those roles, though. I feel for this real-life woman because if you're only... If you're not married and your only choice in life, like, the only person that can work... Is Louis, and he's just like, meh. Yeah, well, I'll get it, if I get around to it. I mean, I guess that these girls could have taken jobs as, like, milliners or whatever, but it just seems like that you was kind not of part of their... You your society. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, at that point. By, like, being openly working. Yeah. Um... Working was sort of not the girls. Yeah, the that time. was not the vibe. That's yeah. Like when I listened to um, what was the, what was that Edith Wharton that I just read this last year? Not Age of Innocence. Custom of the country. No shoot with May, and Archer. Oh dang it! Anyways, yeah, that's Age of Innocence. <laughs> was it eight? Okay, no. What was the other? Oh, anyways, I can't remember. Not me, not me. Yeah, you definitely. <laughs> no, the one that I read this last year, because I'd already read Age of Innocence, House of Mirth. House of Mirth, that's right. So that character is like, I don't have much funds, but I can't be seen to be working, so I don't know what to do. I think that that seems like a kind of common enough Lily issue. Bart, my bad. At that, for people of that standing, you yeah. know? Yeah, it's, oof. Gross. It, yeah, it was really sad. So anyways, they're all just kind of sitting at home hoping their brother gets some money. And he is like, well, you are not going to, like, fire this woman because I'm going to marry her. And then so they get married and move out to the countryside, leaving his sisters at home. But he's, like, still sending their money home. Uh, and pretty quickly after they get married, Emily is diagnosed with breast cancer. So sad. It's such a bummer. What a bummer. This is, like, the quarter p- way point of the movie, like, yeah. 30 minutes in. And then for the next 30 minutes, you watch them just kind of, like, trying to make the most of their time together. They adopt a cat, which I guess was unusual. Yes. And when he tells his friends about it, his friend is like, you mean, like, you don't you don't just, like, keep it around to, like, kill mice for you? You actually, like, keep it as a pet? And he was like, yeah, I think they make a great pet. So people think he's eccentric for this, I guess. Yeah. Um, so he starts drawing their cat. Um and his wife is like, these are really cute. Mm-hmm. You should actually, like, go ask your little newspaper friend if we can, if you could, like, publish these. And so his editor, Toby... Jones. Jones. <laughs> Keith. I, mean, <laughs> I want to talk gonna, about me. <laughs> I'm just going to name every Toby but him. Um, anyways, Toby Jones is like, uh, well, sure, I have, like, two pages I have to fill before the Christmas issue you know that are just supposed to be fun and entertaining for people so i'll go ahead and publish these because they make me smile go ahead child (laughs) um anyways so um they the the pictures are like a huge success and they show like after emily dies which oh my god dreadful i will say he's he is a good actor like in that scene i was like oh no 
Oh no, you mean me or my husband, one of us, has to die at some point? I... I'm going first, I'm sorry. <laughs> girl, yeah, sorry girl. Just deal with it. Yeah. Um, no, I was so sad. Oh my god, that was like... They they were really good together, I felt, yeah. as, a, as a parent. They actually movie. had a... a Decent chemistry, weirdly. Yeah. yeah. I didn't feel, like, real hot and heavy, but it seems sweet. That's never going to happen with him. No, it's, it's not. never going to happen. It's not. But and honestly, I can't say the same for Claire Foy either. She's a very pretty girl. Yeah. But sex scene? No. Yeah. No. She's, she's, um, she's like a statue. You know? Yeah. She's very beautiful. Although, she was a bad girl, kind of, in Upstairs, Downstairs. Bad girl. And by bad oh, yeah, girl, she I was. mean, she dated a Nazi. <laughs> oh, so... An evil girl. An evil girl. Well, remember how she uh, K's her S? Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, my God. She just kind of flopsy doodled over that uh, balcony. Wow. I did forget that she did that. She did do that. Wow. Claire Foy. The that legend. was a wild show. I didn't watch the whole thing, so. But. Oh, so you didn't see her K her S. You did show me that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't see it Nicole in context. I had to, like, get open software and, like, figure out how to make a GIF of that <laughs> no. back in the day before it was easy to do no. that. No. No. She would send it to me at work. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh. when you have the Mondays. Oh, my God. There is a, I will warn you, the first two episodes of uh, the new season of Righteous Gemstones, Gemstones dropped, and there is, within the first five minutes an incident such as the one in that, oh, gosh. that show oh well, thank you for the warning i was gonna watch it when i got home um very funny very funny that very show. funny that show anyway so um emily dies they have like a, this really sweet conversation while she's dying where they kind of like affirm each other and thank each other for their love and whatever and that they keep playing that audio later throughout the movie mm. as they show him kind of deteriorate um so no, he never marries again. Right. His cat paintings do super Huge well. Huge success. He's Huge like a sellers. celebrity of sorts, but he just... But he had not copyrighted them. Yeah. Like not a, a one of them. Like a fool. And his sisters are like, you absolute dumbass. <laughs> I would kill him for that. <laughs> I'm thinking about being in that position, and I think I would kill a man that night. <laughs> I'm a fighting man of it. I'm a fighting man. I'm breaking dishes. <laughs> yeah, so his oldest sister is like, you what? <laughs> so, like, <laughs> they're being printed on, like, the covers of journals. You're a what? <laughs> <laughs> Legend. Catherine Tate. We gotta watch that after this. <laughs> You're a what? My son's a gay mom now. <laughs> um, incredible. So, um, anyways, uh, so I guess he gets to be in pretty dire financial straits. One of his sisters who has seemed, they portrayed her having like night terrors when she was a little girl, um, starts kind of losing her mental capacity touch with reality mm-hmm. so she ends up being institutionalized yeah devastating at the time not great devastating now right um and for schizophrenia and then he says that he's gonna go to the are you okay <laughs> you good yeah i had an itch and i sort of forgot the table was there <laughs> and i pulled my arm up at lightning speed <laughs> <laughs> directly into it quite um, so he tells his sisters he's going to go to new york because randolph hearst wants to hire him or william randolph hearst and they're like why do you have to go so far away my girl amy from sex education yep. cutie cutie i love her just big old teeth yep <laughs> i love her so much she just always looks happy to be there she does she's got that jimma my it's I'm like Gemma. her face is sort of permanently fixed in a smile yeah i yeah. find her very adorable you do love her but so um anyways she was like but that's so far away can't you work from here <laughs> oh, that was very funny to me it was cute anyways he says look i've never seen it i want to go make american smile i've never seen an american smile and oh, the guy was like you've never seen an american i know but i was like i do feel that americans sort of or smile forward as a society. Yeah. I thought, more than other places. I thought that was interesting he said that because I was like, baby, we're smiling all the time here we in just, the U.S. of A, Shug. <laughs> like, it's just sort of what we do, as it were. I think, yeah. Because I mean, did you watch that video I sent you earlier of Carol Burnett and... No, I haven't Smith seen it yet. Sing, well, they, like, are complimenting each other's accents. And they're like, yeah. 
you know, do little impressions. And um, Maggie Smith's impression of an American is like, put it there. <laughs> yeah. It's very that. Yeah. I think often. Confident, sexy country. I was going to say, I think very often about how when Parker and I were in Dublin, the last night we were there, we went to Temple Bar, which is like the touristy area, to listen to some trad music. Sure. Eh. <laughs> and um, we're like just minding our business, drinking beer, and this Irish guy came up to us and was like, are you as Americans? And Parker was like, yeah. And he goes, are you as liberals? And we were like, yeah. And he was like, okay, great. And then talked about the 2016 election. Oh, gosh. Ad nauseum. And we were like, they I'm actually politics here there. to have a good time. Right. But anyways, later on, I was like, how did you know we were American? And our Parker asked him that. And he goes, uh, because of your wife. I could tell because of your wife. And oh, I was like, what a compliment. Looks American, though. Like, I thought, if anything, you I was You had red giving, hair, too. No, I, was, I had um, blonde hair at the time. Well, there you go. But I, was, I felt, if anything, I, I was giving very, like, a German type of a beat. No, Lindsay, be realistic about how Germans dress. It's, you never cared <laughs> that little. I was wearing a bright-ass green you coat. You have never cared that little about <laughs> yeah. how you dress. That's true. Yeah. Anyways, so I guess maybe the fact that I was wearing a bright coat too looked american it's like we love to be loud i think maybe he was complimenting like skin tone as oh. well like you've got you see look like you've seen the sun <laughs> unlike yeah. ireland <laughs> they really haven't uh yeah anyway so but I, i'm often like i wonder what he meant by that he didn't say it like it was a compliment he just went because i could tell your wife was american i was He's like probably saying you smell rich Oh, I see. I took. I was you being did, loud. I was taking up too much space in the. But those the are area. all cool things. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, if I'm too much, go find less. Yeah. Honestly. Um. So anyway, so he goes to America. Does not do so great, mental right. health wise, while there. His anxieties step up. His the guy that's like running his hotel or where is he staying at this I point? I really couldn't tell. Here's him like having. A, almost like a delusion or a hallucination. It seems like he's having a night terror, but he's like standing up. He's turned all the water on in the room. He's pissed his pants. That I didn't. That wanna, was very sad. I didn't feel like it was my place to see that. No. Do you know? Yeah, that felt, that felt too intimate. <laughs> yeah. And I think often about like actors have to actually just do that. You know? They probably don't. You find? Wouldn't you be so embarrassed? Are you not embarrassed? I have no reason to believe that Benedict Cumberbatch pissed his pants for this. No, not the pissing his pants, but I mean the acting like that. You oh, know, the, like acting as if you had pissed your pants. Well, and like yeah, acting like... Yeah, I wouldn't want to go there mentally. Like having that like little kid like temper tantrum in your sleep and going like, mommy, daddy. Yeah. And he's, you know, a 46-year-old man. That Watch was him be prob- not that old. <laughs> no, I think that's actually right on the money. Is that correct? If I were to guess. All right, let's see. We did. We had no research on the man himself last week, even though we talked about him quite a bit. I don't oh, feel like I need to. <laughs> apparently, though, The Power of the Dog is a, an early favorite for Best Picture this year. Well, all right. Um, okay, he's 45. Hey, all right. He will be 46 this summer. Look at us. Neato. Anyways. Cancer or Leo? July 19th. Uh, cancer. Right there, though. Very close. Very close. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, yeah, that's right. It's like the 21st that yeah. things switch over. Anyway, so, um, uh, what else was I going to say about this movie? Where, where was I? Oh. Yeah, his state devolves. Yeah. He, oh, his mom dies when he's, um, oh, that, that's what it was. He had five sisters and their mother. So he was supporting okay. six women. Um, and so he comes home to be with his sisters and then he uh, learns that another sister has died, and then his boss. But like they just basically show it's like he gets older and all his friends start to die, which is really yeah. sad. Um, and they said he uh, he gets he has like a head injury where he falls into a coma. Um, he sees a vision of 1999. Oh yeah. And then when he comes out, he draws these like futuristic cat toys. Um, and then basically just shows him just kind of getting older and sadder and things get worse and worse for him. He starts, he ends up being hospitalized. Um, and then a man that he met by chance years ago on the train um, is touring the hospital for the government, yeah. I guess. And sees him and he's like, is that Louis Wayne? And 
Sister Michael from Dairy Girls. Hell yeah, dude. He's like, yes, that is Mr. Wayne. He's been a great painter. You may recognize some of his cat paintings. And then they show these, like, trippy-ass cat yeah. paintings that and he's making she's at like, this point. Sucks that he has no control of his art anymore. It's like, this looks so good, I bitch. Shut the you, hell. Bitch. I think these are rules. Uh, yeah, they're so cool. So, um, anyways, that man kind of gets uh, people's attention on the situation. And, like, this, we've all gotten a lot of joy out of this man's art. Um, wouldn't it be cool if we could put him in a nicer hospital? It was, like, an early GoFundMe type of a deal. Yeah. And H.G. Wells supports it, like, throws his weight behind it. Um, And so, yeah, anyways, he goes to this nicer hotel, and then they kind of make it seem like his wife's spirit kind of, like, comes to get him. And so he kind of goes out into the countryside and dies. Tastes it. Tastes it. But this was narrated. By Olivia Coleman. Yeah. Which was... Very lovely, but it felt like watching British Bake Off a little bit. Yes. You know? Yeah. If the There's one thing that their television loves to do is just keep it low-key. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The voices are not going to get too excitable. Yeah. They're like, no. Things no. took a turn for Louis when his mental health declined to the point that he was regularly having night terrors. Yeah. And then there's like music that's like, you know? This was a beautiful looking movie, I would it say. Was, yeah. It looked like nice. it had some budge budge behind it. And it had that nice like blue gray lighting that yeah. used to dominate Tumblr. Yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? The oh. girls love to post like a little rain photo. Oh, you could see stills from this being all over Tumblr. Oh yeah, they would take it and they would just turn the brightness down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a time. They were nutty with their gifts. What a time. The girls were girling. The girls were girling. Yeah. It was fun. It was a good time. You had to be there. You just had to be on Tumblr. You did. Um. Anyway, so... Uh, what were I we mean, saying? Oh. I'll tell you, I cried. But I then I too. also felt like they tried to power through the wife's death right on to, like, success. Yeah. So quickly that I was, like, still sitting there, tears on my face. And it was like... Yes. It did have, like, some kind of jaunty musical cues. Yeah. This cast, bitch. Hell of a cast. Jamie Demetrio. I know. I meant to text you about that. Like, I love that guy. Rat face. Rat face. And he's Natasha's brother. I know. Hot. What a fun family. Cool fam. Very cool. Um, Amy Lou Wood, that's my girl. Yes, and then what is the girl's name for is it my Haley mad Squires? fat diary? Oh no, that's not her. Um, let me see if I can find her. My mad fat diary. What was that girl's name? Josephine Wayne. That was a good. Yeah, Sharon Rooney. Sharon Rooney. That was a good show. Man, that was a good show. Richard Ayawade was apparently in it. Yeah, I think I missed that. I though. think I did too. Um, Taika Waititi was in it. Yes. Nick Cave was playing H.G. Wells. I that didn't catch all that. All checks out. Uh, I feel like you have to offer that to Nick Cave first. Oh, yeah. But this felt very, like, all British actors who are not currently busy, please report to the studio. We'll find a role for you when you get here. God bless. You know? Like when they did Harry Potter. Just come with a clean pair of slacks (laughs) and a snack, and we'll get you sorted. It was just like, oh, damn. Okay, there, that's her. That's her. There's yep. that guy, you know? They were like, well, yeah, I think we'll just, uh, we'll write it so he's got this many sisters. <laughs> sure. Seems like a lot. Because Amy and Haley and Stacy and Julian, they're all free. Yep. So. Gotta take advantage gotta of that. Gotta find, a job guarantee. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Man. God, we'd be so good at making movies. <laughs> First of all, anybody who wants to come on down, come on down. Guarantee you're in the movie. If there's not a character for you, we'll write it. <laughs> oh my god, there's no such thing as small characters, so please make sure that you look like you're where you're supposed to be. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you would have been so good at talking to extras. <laughs> And maybe nothing else about directing a film. <laughs> Sometimes I just like, want to make sure everyone's doing and feeling okay on the set. As long as no one's mad at me, that's a wrap. Because <laughs> <laughs> anytime I watch a movie with that's like big lately, that's just like, I just think like there was somebody who had to be 
the person that the buck stopped with. Yeah. That had to, like, be in charge of... Someone had to be all, a bitch. All of this shit. Every time. Like, wow. I know. What a responsibility. It's crazy. And there's so many jobs involved. You have to hurt some feelings, too. Oh, yeah. Like, Probably a lot. every day and just get used to it. Right. And just and hope that still, it balances out. Even still, bad movies are made. Yeah. You could hurt someone's feeling for no reason. Yeah. Have it turn out to be like tiptoes. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Something that nobody will see. Completely shelved. Except... <laughs> Except for us. Sherman's will find we'll it. We'll be there. We'll, <laughs> we'll be there. <laughs> when you release your next Tiptoes Major Studios, we'll be there. Uh, what was the, the boyfriend school slash... Uh, don't tell her it's me. Don't tell her it's me. I don't feel that people talk about this film enough. People expected it to go away, to leave the conversation, and it never and we're did. We're not going to let it. Um, Shelley Long and The Boyfriend School, or Don't S- Tell Her It's Steve Me. Steve Gutenberg. Yes. He's, and um, what's her name that was like later? Oh, yeah. Jamie something. Jamie, yeah, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> she was on Malcolm in the Middle. No. no. One of those. She was a mom. Yeah. Jamie. It wasn't grounded for life, but it was, like, a similar... Oh, I'll have to find it. But, man, that is the weirdest movie... Yeah. ...I ever did see. Oh, movie. I wish it was a period piece so bad. Me too. I also wish Midsummer was a period piece. Every day, I do. Every, every single day. What a missed opportunity. I know. Well, that new um, Robert Eggers, have you heard about that one? No. The guy who directed The Vivitch. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's um, doing this, like, Nordic (coughs) horror movie. Oh, hell yes. Like a Viking thing with Skarsgård, Nicole Kidman. Okay, sure. Um, Anya Taylor-Joy, Bjork. Incredible. It's going to be good. I'm going to see that. Definitely. Definitely, I'm going to see that. Man. That sounds lit. Yeah, right? I saw a tweet the other day that was saying something about folk horror is just cottagecore that wants to kill you. Yeah. And I was like... And I love it. That's exactly and right. And it's a serve. The midsummer look? Yeah. It's what Anthro wanted to be in 2007, girls. I'm sorry. It's so true. You know? And it's what I still want to be. Yeah, I would do it right now. For sure. I, could, I would I, I would love so an embroidered that. white dress. I think you should just fully dress like midsummer. That'd be, that'd be lit. That's, Who's going to stop you? Who's going to check me? You'd have to have a Tide pin on you so often. Yeah, maybe when I don't have toddlers. Yeah. But anyway, so next week we're going to watch... Uh, Being the Ricardo. Yeah. Available um, on Amazon Prime, yeah? Yes. Yeah. And I'm going gonna, gonna to watch this with a critic's eye. Oh, I am too. <laughs> the protector I... of the ball uh, legacy. Yes, and someone has to do it. Okay. As someone who's portrayed her twice for school projects. You did. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're Mom need... said that wig was expensive. Let's, let's use it again. We're going to need to hear some excerpts from your presentations next week. I don't know if I recall a single thing about it, but I'll try. It, refresh your memory. Okay. I want a full biography. I should, I should do like an elevator pitch the way that you would do for... Um, Wax Museum. What? Human Wax Museum. What which a is weird such a project. funny concept. Man, I was Jane Goodall. She was. Famously an outdoorsy Ball. girl, just like me. Yep. <laughs> That's a, it's a cute choice being Jane It was Ball, cute. I thought so. Anyways, um, well, dolls, y'all have a great week. Watch Being the Ricardos or don't. And either way, join us next week. It's only going to be half of what we talk about. Surely. Bye. Bye. Bye.